It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced, white-knuckle racing just across the river. 23rd Avenue and Council Bluffs. Get over to Joe's Karting today. And when you're done over at Joe's Karting, make sure to hop over to the official watering hole of the front stretch. Great beers, great mixed drinks, great food available over at Quaker Steak and Lube, as well as all of the NASCAR action at Circuit of Americas, the Echo Park Texas Grand Prix, uh, Sunday at 2.30 Central Time. All the action will be on the big screens at Quaker Steak and Lube. It's going to be a quick show for you today. We're going to talk about a couple of news and notes, get you set for the weekend of racing, which does include the NASCAR race at Tex, at, excuse me, at Circuit of Americas, and then also the Nebraska's Dirt Crown. Fingers crossed we're able to get that race in, and we'll get you set for all that stuff. No interview lined up for today. Unfortunately, Dirk, you've been working quite a bit lately, so you and I have not been on the, uh, the get interview scheduled train very well. It's also... You know, what I'm finding a lot of is, you know, I'm working on the car. I don't have time right now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and you haven't been around racing as long as I have. But nobody builds a car in December and January. The Moses car is, hasn't been around racing as long as you have. You know, a week before the, uh, oh, the season You didn't even hear that. Yes, I heard it. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully our listeners will like it anyways but uh, yeah there are some older people in me involved with the sport so don't worry about that and then just uh what gosh one weekend next weekend right yeah next uh friday uh, next saturday and sunday we'll be at the world of wheels car show uh be listening for your opportunity to uh get involved in that but um got everything finalized with the organizer organizers for that so we will have our booth we will be away from any music or live demonstrations such as grinding on vehicles or pounding out dents and smoothing things out so we won't well, have any hopefully won't have any audio issues my guess is we're going to be in the same spot we were last year i or, think so yeah last two years actually that, so. yeah i think that worked out really well for us the the wall you come into the auto show on uh, you know, where you get your tickets and come in, basically the west wall towards 10th Street. We'll have our backs to that wall on the inside. So somewhere down that first aisle. Usually we're uh, in between the two sets of entrance doors. Yep. So pretty much in the center of the whole deal on the west wall. So I expect us to be there again. Yeah. Uh, and that worked out really well. We, we always have a good time out there with those guys. So we're looking forward to being out there again. Uh, remember the World of Wheels Car Show, April um, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. We're going to be there on the 2nd and the 3rd. Uh, and we're going to be there limited time on the 2nd, Saturday the 2nd, because uh, we, well, quite frankly, it's going to be tough to get any interviews with dirt track drivers when a lot of them are going to be out of I-80 Speedway on Friday and Saturday. Correct. But Sunday, we're loading them up with as many interviews as we can. Planning on being there till, I think you said, what, you want to try to do like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. until 3 or 4? Well, yeah, they open at 10, I think. I don't think they're open at 9, but yeah. I think if we do 10 to 4, um, that'll end us our interview at about 4.30 because I think they pretty much kick everybody out by 5. So yep. we'll be able to be packed up and be able to start rolling stuff out at 5 o'clock is, is kind of the plan. So Friday, they're going to be open from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. And again, all this is at the CHI 
Health Center. Saturday, they're going to be open 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss legendary car builder Chip Foose on Saturday from 11.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. He's going to be available. And then you can meet wrestling superstar Brian Danielson from 1 to 4 on Sunday. Coolest rides, custom custom, uh, vehicles, motorcycles, muscle cars, hot rods, oh, so much more. Make sure to get more information uh, at for the World of Wheels Car Show presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Just Google World of Wheels Car Show Omaha and you'll get tickets and information. Find out more. Worldofwheels.com for more information on the event, the schedule of celebrities, and of course, purchasing your tickets. Uh, always a good time. You know, I've, I get a little bit frustrated with people every year because it always seems like there's a couple of people to walk out and say, well, it wasn't like last year. It wasn't blah, 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 blah. And every year I kind of think, yeah, but it was still fun. Like I, we have fun every time we go. We have a great time. You know, now see, that's again where you haven't been around this a while. I can look them right in the eye and say, yeah, it wasn't quite 1970, was it? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's still a good time. It's still a packed place. I mean, the CHI center is huge and it would take you three, four hours to walk around and see everything. So take three, four hours out of your day. Come on down to the World of Wheels car show presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the CHI center and have a good time. Bring the kids, get them, get them interested. I I almost guarantee you what we know Hunter Weber's car is going to be on display there. Yeah, I know Hunter's going to be there. Um, as Zach Zeitner told us, he wanted to go, but with the, the that coming up with the racing schedule the first weekend, he can't get the car show. Um, I also want to make sure everybody knows that you need to bring your plastic. No cash? I don't believe, uh, from everybody's been telling me, all the Creighton games and everything that they've been to here in the last year has been plastic only. Yeah. So you want a box of popcorn? You swipe. You want a you want a beer? You swipe. Of course, you, know, it, you probably got to put your beer on credit anyway. Right. You know? I mean, what do we? God, it was we spent a small fortune when we got around to drinks last time we were there. Well, I didn't. You did. You and uh, <laughs> you and James, and uh, I'm not sure who else was involved, but I uh, I think James spent his whole alcohol budget for the month in the one yeah. day. So yeah, yeah. And you were still a uh, kidneyless last time, right? Or not non-working kidney? Correct. Yeah. I didn't, uh, it was a month afterwards when I had my surgery or six weeks later. So well, this year on, on the Sunday, when we're getting done, we're, we're going to pack our own beer. Oh, cause we could bring a cooler and being a vendor, you know, a little bit of food. Some snacks well, we always some do, food. you know, yeah. I mean, obviously so I'll get we're Sarah to make that giant food. sandwich again. But, uh, yeah, we've always taken a cooler and eat. I, otherwise we couldn't afford to go. No. No, even getting in free, we couldn't afford to go. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, in the last two years, you know, we were there. Well, we tried to be there two long days. The year before, we only got the one day in. But, yeah. Uh, you know, and this year, that'll be a short day. But uh, as long as we fill up our time slots, it'll be a very productive weekend. Once again, the O'Reilly Auto Parts World Wheels Car Show next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's April First, second, and third, uh, the first being Friday, the third being Sunday, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday, 10 to 9 on Saturday, and 10 to 6 on Sunday. Make sure you meet Chip Foose on Saturday, and then superstar wrestler Brian Danielson will be at the show 1 to 4 on Sunday. More information, worldofwheels.com, and we'll be there with our booth and getting interviews signed up 
and organized and all that kind of fun stuff. Big thanks to those guys for supporting the Fred Stretch as they have done for so many years. Dirk, uh, not a lot really to, to talk about as far as news goes, except um, I was kind of farting around on Facebook a little bit ago and um, noticing that uh, that uh, Bubba Wallace has once again ruffled feathers by wanting to just be a race car driver. He's going to be racing, um, who did I see? Joe Gibbs Racing Xfinity Series car at Xfinity or at the Circuit of the Americas? Um. I just, I didn't read the article, but I did see that, yeah, that he, he added, I thought it was two races. What was it? I think he added two Xfinity series races. And my guess was that it was going to be in a, uh, a Gibbs car, but I wasn't sure just because it's, you know, Toyota, their team cars. So yeah, I knew 2311 wasn't going to come up with a, an Xfinity car or program for two races. That doesn't even make any sense. Other than that, I really don't see much of anything else. Yeah, well, I'm uh, um, I'm surprised you didn't see the NASCAR history 2003 to current post. No, I did not. Enlighten me, please. Enlighten you, please. Well, it's a post that is all about NASCAR going electric. Oh. And it's kind of funny because it shows two cars obviously doing some kind of testing on a track and uh um and these could be you know e-racing cars or whatever i-racing cars too they could be computer generated but uh one's a green car with a energy.gov on the side of it an electric cord and the other one's black and gold says duracell on the side you know (laughs) but uh they're talking about uh you know coming into racing and was it three years ago NASCAR started talking about um, their first phase into electric racing was going to be a car that could uh, run the uh, caution laps and parade laps and everything on electricity? I think the uh, pace car is all electric, isn't it? That I don't know. That I, I don't I... know. But they, they'd originally, I think when they were just started the design on this car, a goal was for it to have enough electricity capacity, whether, you know, an extra big battery or a second or third battery and a bigger alternator, whatever, they were going to try and have some type of electric power to run uh, the caution laps, and the parade laps. Well, just knowing what I know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't need any kind of extra anything. I mean, my car could do those. No problem. Your car doesn't have a little, a regular automotive battery the whole chassis of oh. your car is the battery yeah <clears throat> so yes they would why, need some why, type of change why wouldn't you just run an, an a full ev why, why would you run a hybrid i don't understand i guess i'm just kind of confused as why they would why not just go well, full ev how much how many safety changes do you think your car would take to fit into a nascar safety model I don't know, roll cage. I'm, I have no idea, but does the pace car need to fit into that too? I mean, it's just the I'm pace car. About no, the pace car doesn't even have a roll cage. They wanted to have the race cars run caution laps and parade laps under electric power and not burn fuel. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm on the same page with you now. Yeah, that was their original goal, I think, with this new car that just came out, but they kind of scrapped a lot of that with the pandemic and the way the last couple of years have been totally yeah. screwed up, you know, 
So they kind of pitched all that idea, but it was recently announced that they're supposed to be talking with Elon Musk about, you know, getting an, it sounds to me like an actual another series, kind of like Formula E racing type deal. Yeah, I, I saw that post too about the uh, NASCAR exploring the EV series and that, yeah, and that Tesla would be one of the major in, uh, major manufacturers in it. You know, but when you go through and you read it, I don't know where all these guys that make these comments in here are getting any of their information. Some of them actually have, it sounds like they've got an idea of what's going on. And some of them are so clueless. One guy said NASCAR, because um, they said they're not going to take the time to come into a pit stop, you know, like on the World 600, let's just say they get 300 miles on a charge. They're not going to come in and sit there for 20 minutes and charge the battery. Mm -hmm. The guy says NASCAR will take 30 seconds and just swap the battery out. <laughs> I about spit out my coffee. Well, he's actually not completely wrong. That was the original intent of Tesla's was that when your battery got low, you went to a Tesla dealership, pulled in, they pulled the battery out and put a new battery in and you drove away. But as consumers were concerned about the, you know, if I swapped out a good battery for a bad battery, then I'm coming back to the, to the, uh, the charging, the, to the, to the service station too many times. And so it was then, then Elon flipped and said, okay, we're going to put these bigger batteries in it and you're going to go to a supercharging station to charge. And that's where we're at with EVs. Well, yeah, but again, isn't basically the whole bottom of your car, aren't you like sitting on the battery? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, there's no way that I can see. And again, I've read a little of this since you started talking about yours and buying yours because I was trying to, you know, be able to relate to what you were telling me. Yeah. You know, so I did some homework. And I mean, the Formula E series, which is an all electric car that they are already racing, they change out cars. That's their pit stop. Really? Yeah, they use a whole, whole other car. And of course, one of the guys mentioned that, but then he came out with the perfect answer to his own question. You know, he, he says, why don't they just change cars like Formula E does? And then he, He's got a couple dots and he goes, I can tell you why, because they have trouble teching 40 cars. How are they going to tech 80? Yeah. You know, and he's got a very good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of assumed that, you know, they, they'd be able to put enough thought into it that they would be able to swap out batteries that, I mean, it would be probably a, a 30 second deal where you would hook up to shore power, pull the battery out, put the new battery in and then go for another. I mean, how many miles do they literally go on a tank of gas? these cars well it depends on the track um right. at uh they were in the uh, about the 65 lap bracket at uh vegas so roughly 100 and 100 miles okay so four and a half five miles a gallon i think somewhere in there's what they're getting yeah in a, in a hundred or you know even say a 150 or 200 mile battery i mean it's i think it's something that if they looked into for long enough they'd be able to find a, an easy solution to be able to swap the batteries out uh, in a quick manner. I, I don't see it being a problem. But then again, I'm the, I don't, I, I know about gas powered vehicles. I've, I've always worked on those all my life. I don't know anything about these EVs. So I have no, no idea how my battery is connected to my car. Well, I'm just saying your battery in your car is basically the chassis of your car. It's what's in between the doors and holds the car, you know, right to left. Mm, the, the structure of the car. 
No, there's still a frame. There's still, there's a, still a, a chassis frame. that the battery mounts to. Put it this way. You can't take your car into the service department like you could, you could your uh, Colorado and change your battery in five minutes. No, but these batteries do get changed and they i didn't say they didn't get changed i'm just saying it would be a lot a lot shorter to go in and plug them in maybe every car would have to do it so there'd be no advantage or disadvantage except then they played the electric mileage game instead of the fuel mileage game and somebody might only charge it for eight minutes instead of nine minutes and yeah and oh hey uh, go with me on this tell me what you think about this but could this be the introduction to actual doing heat races at for NASCAR, like full on doing heat races? Because just think about it. If if you've got a battery in your car that lasts 100 miles and you do a, a 50 mile heat race and you do four of those in the day and then take a break, the first set of heat race drivers have got time to recharge their battery. I mean, it only takes 20, 20 minutes or so to put that amount of charge in, into a car. Well, Maybe with not the even that, you know, 10. I was going to say with the superchargers, from what I understand, it's, you know, basically from an empty battery, you know, like a 30 mile battery up to a full charge is only, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So I, it's, it, it just to be speaking from experience and I apologize guys for getting a little bit sidetracked, but um, this is obviously relevant to me and what I've been dealing with since I got my Tesla, but um, to go from very low battery under 20% to 80% takes about 20 minutes on the supercharger. Yeah. 20 okay. to 25 minutes now okay 80 well i haven't read anything i haven't read anything technically that slow in the charging yeah. process anywhere 80 percent to 100 percent takes about 30 minutes because as it, really? the battery gets more full it slows down the charge to not damage the battery hmm. well that's interesting i mean you know and again that i haven't read anything like that in the stuff i've read yeah you know i know the a 110, like a regular house deal, does what? Two or three percent an hour? Uh, two or three miles an hour. Okay, well, okay, but if you got a 300-mile battery, that's percent, so it works out to be the same. You know, I mean, it just takes a hell of a long time to charge your oh, battery on a 110. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a little better on a 220. Well, it's a lot better on a 220, and of course, then the supercharger is like 530 volts, so it's yeah. a whole buttload better. I'm excited. I think that it, you know, I've, I've been talking to a couple of people. Obviously, people love sending me these articles because I have an EV now. And they're like, hey, look at this. They're, NASCAR is talking to Tesla about an EV series. And I'm thinking, great. I mean, it's first off, it can't hurt. People who love watching racing will watch racing. Absolutely. But, and I get that there's going to be hangups between it doesn't make that loud rumbling noise. And that's going to be tough for me to get used to because I love listening to that at kansas speedway and iowa speedway um, there's no reason an electric car couldn't have a low amp sound system making it roar that's very true absolutely nope. and no you know, reason at all yeah you and i have talked about this in the past several times uh if nascar wants to keep relevant with what's going on in the consumer market they better start exploring this ev world because i'm not saying gas-powered vehicles are a thing of the past but they're going to be like rotary phones or phones in a house i mean no one hardly anybody has a phone in a house anymore because our cell phones took that place but there are still people that have landlines and their rotary phones or their dial phones they still prefer that comfort there will always be a need for fossil fuel vehicles and there'll always be a market for it but if you want to follow the trends of the consumer it's clear to me it's clear to other people sometimes it's not clear to, to a few people that's the way the market's heading is ev 
right now. Yeah. I could change in a heartbeat, uh, you know, with anything happening. Who knows? But that's where the market's going. And if NASCAR is exploring it, cool. I'll, I'll watch a couple of races, see what it's like. Oh, like. Yeah, like I said, I'm not discounting the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was just making the comment that these people that come on and and it's just like any other thing on these NASCAR sites, you know, everybody, you know, you got 18 year olds that have seen every race in the history of NASCAR. They'll tell you that specifically. I've seen every race NASCAR ever had. You're 18, dude. How's that work? You know? Right. But uh, um, they all know everything. And I go back and, you know, when somebody <laughs> makes kind of a, a really strong comment, I go back and look at their profile. Okay. This guy's an electrical engineer. He might have an idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, this guy's the, this guy's the fry cook at Burger King. Yeah, no, I'm not going to listen to him too awful much, you know, but yep. uh, um, it was really an interesting series. And of course, then there's a guy that works at a, a weekly NASCAR track in California and you know, he just says NASCAR's never even discussed this theory. Well, obviously, he doesn't have a clue. And I don't care what, I don't care if he owns the track in Irwindale, California. Yeah. He doesn't have a clue because NASCAR's been on this. It's been all over the television. They've talked about it in their pre race and on NASCAR Race Hub and everywhere that mm-hmm. they are looking at electric racing, you know. And uh, I think it will start out as a separate series if it gets to that point. I agree. I think it'll be a support series for a long time. Uh, and who knows what the future is going to hold with it. You know, we discussed before about, about our country's wonderful infrastructure, you know, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a long time before it can support a full electric setup, you know, and that that's just the way life's gone. I hope it does come to something. Yeah, you know, I really do. And I'd like to see it in my lifetime, whether it's a, a full series, you know, whether there is no gas powered race cars. I ne- I really don't ever see that happening, you know, because right now there's still people racing cars from the 1930s, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's get to some other news. Unfortunately, I'm just reading on Facebook that round number two of the Nebraska Dirt Crown originally scheduled for Friday night at IED Speedway has officially been canceled. That's uh, a good thing we had a time delay in there. Right. A statement <laughs> from the Nebraska Dirt Crown says the Kaziski family has been monitoring I-80 Speedway and the weather all day trying to pull off a Friday night race. With the moisture that has fallen again this afternoon, we have no choice but to cancel Friday night's action. We explored other tracks involved trying to fill in Friday, but there is no viable option. Saturday at Beatrice Speedway will host five IMCA racing classes, modified sport mods, stock cars, hobby stocks, and sport compacts. They will all complete compete for the Dirt Crown honors. We have to slide the start time back to 6.30 to allow track crews a few more hours to ensure a great night of racing. Pit gates will open up at 2, while the grandstand gates will open up at 5. A change to Sunday's program at Thayer County Speedway will see the addition of hobby stocks and sport compacts, joining the previously scheduled modified stock cars and sport mod. Racing will start at 4 o'clock with pit gates opening at 8 a.m. and grandstands opening up at 2 p.m. When given lemons, what else can you do but make lemonade? We appreciate our great sponsors for sticking with us for the last three years. Man, that stinks. Yeah, well, I just hope they get Saturday's race in, and I think that extra hour they'll give them to work the track. They will definitely need to work pits. 
I completely agree. They're going to need every minute they can to get everything worked in. But I, I think they're going to work feverishly. And I was really impressed with what I saw last Saturday at Beatrice when they were up against it with uh, with the uh, the moist conditions that we had going into Thursday, the frost on Friday, the snow on Friday morning, all that kind of fun stuff. And they still put together a decent track. Wasn't a perfect track, wasn't a great track, but it was a decent track and it was a raceable track. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hope they get it. You know, I hope they get the program put together. Um, I hope that uh, Scott and his group there uh, have a little better luck this year. I mean, maybe if they get Saturday and Sunday in, maybe they can come back sometime during the year or even space the races out, you know, not run the whole dirt, dirt crown program you know, like at US 30 on, on a weekly show, maybe just run the stock cars one night and the modifieds another night, you know, just space yeah. them out right into the weekly, weekly racing. I'm just so tired of these. I'm sure these guys are sick of it too. Every time they try to schedule this, but you know, I think you've said it too in the past, you schedule something in March and April, you run the risk of getting rained out and they have for three straight years or snowed out or COVID it out. The first year the COVID stuff got them. Yeah. And I think that the, the, the uh, that year, even they probably would have gotten rained out. Cause I, I want to say it was pretty moist that those first few weeks, but you anyways, know night- people, you know how many people you piss off when you say the word moist, that is like one of the most hated words. I'm, in the I, English language. <laughs> I'm telling you, nobody likes that word. It bothers <laughs> everybody. <laughs> And yet I keep saying it. I apologize. <laughs> the, so the Thursday portion scheduled for US 30 Speedway of the Nebraska Dirt Crown has been canceled. And the Friday portion of the Nebraska Dirt Crown at I-80 Speedway has been canceled. Saturday and Sunday's edition of the uh, four-night show are still on as of now. Make sure to follow the Nebraska's Dirt Crown or the uh, Front Stretch Facebook page and the Front Stretch Facebook page. Not either or. Follow us both. Enjoy both Facebook pages. We'll keep you up to date with what's going on with Saturday and Sunday. But I think there's a good chance they're going to get uh, – I think it's a very good chance they're going to get Sunday in. I think there's a good chance they'll get Saturday in. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Let's get set for Sunday's race at Circuit of Americas. Circus of the Americas. Circus of the Americas. Last time we were there, did Chase Elliott get the win? Yes. Once he got the lead, they threw the caution out or threw the red out, said it was too wet to continue. Because <laughs> they had to do that for him. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm not the big conspiracy theory guy. You know that, except Carl Edwards is going to race again. I know. The, uh, the, it rained all, all day. All the guys made their pit stops to make it to the end, except for Chase Elliott. So there's seven laps or whatever left to go. And he had to make a pit stop, which would have knocked him down to third or fourth place. And they throw the red. I mean, there's just a lot of factors in that right there. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. You know, that should have been another win for Kyle Larson is what it should have been. And I, I'm, uh, I, I, that was, I think after that race, I was still subscribing to, um, Sirius XM radio and listening to NASCAR radio. And Dave Moody's always been a favorite of mine to listen to. Cause I mean, he's just the, the guy's a, uh, uh, he's just like you, just a walking encyclopedia. You know, he, he's lived the sport for so long that 
that he just knows all this. He's a good source of information. Well, and he doesn't talk sideways. He's a little bit of a Colin Cowherd, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to tell you what he thinks. He's not going to beat around the bush. Right. And if he thinks you're wrong, he is going to tell you you're wrong. People, people were all pissed off at how bad that race was because, oh, they decided to race in the rain and all this. And he said, for years, you guys have been saying, well, F1 does it. Why can't NASCAR race in the rain? Why do we always got to cancel these races? This is why when you race in the rain, it's not that good of a race. And it wasn't. No. And and by the way, the weather forecast for Austin, Texas, which is where the Circus of America's racetrack is. Uh, Friday, 84 and sunny. Saturday, 84 and sunny. Sunday, partly cloudy uh, and 88. No chance of rain. Well, I shouldn't say no chance of rain, but no rain in the forecast. So we shouldn't have to deal with that. It'll be interesting to see what a uh, uh, second time around uh, does. And, And now that these teams have a little bit of an idea of what they're doing. But again, they're coming back with a brand new race car. Yeah. A Saturday morning. And I believe these are Austin is in the same time zone as. Yeah, it's central time. Yep. So Austin is in the same time zone. So 9 a.m. Saturday morning, we practice. I believe that is going to be broadcast on Fox Sports 1. Then NASCAR Cup Series qualifying at 10 a.m. Multi-vehicle two-round qualifying cars are going to be impounded. And then you'll have the festivities on Sunday, which the race will be kicking off at about 2 o'clock central time. Yeah, and uh, I... We've had enough trouble this year with the new tire, the low profile, and the only thing I can figure is very thin on the tread area, rubber, because these cars, when they slide, they don't slide very far before the tires pop, where the old tire could take a pretty good slide before it blew the tire out. So uh, the the new tire's got to be thinner, which would mean on a rain tire, they would be able to put less of a groove in it, so it would be less effective. Mm-hmm. I'd be interesting to see, you know, when they get down and have to try and run a rain tire race, if that's not going to be an issue. Yeah, we will. uh, We will see what happens. Once again, the Echo Park Texas Grand Prix at the Circus of the Americas Sunday at 230. Catch all the action at Quaker Steak and Lube on the big screens at the official watering hole of the front stretch. Get over there on Sunday and enjoy all the action. Once again, Saturday night's action at Beatrice Speedway for the Nebraska Dirt Crown still on schedule. Oh, Dirk, we did miss one big big uh, uh, announcement. Shelby County Speedway finally announced that they have officially shortened their racetrack from the four-tenths mile to the third-mile racetrack. The Fair Board has also made the decision to upgrade track lighting at this time, so plans are to be racing by mid to late May. Well, they'll uh, keep everyone informed on the progress. Thank you for the support and, and, uh, and patience as this has been worked out. So Shelby County Speedway, going to get the old uh, shortening factor. Once again, four-tenths mile down to a third mile. I'm surprised they listed it. It must have been like four-tenths around the inside because, you know, you always had to do a big gear change from sunset to run there. Yeah. You know, and sunset technically being called three-eighths. Um, that would have been like 0.36 and a four tenths would have been a 0.4, not a whole lot of difference, but there was a a big gear change. So I think that there would, uh, that it was probably a little bigger than four tenths, but now it doesn't matter because it's a third, right? So you should be able to go from the Eagle gear and go up there and race. 
All right, that'll be uh, we'll be paying attention to that and see what's going on with those guys once again. Mid to late May is when they're planning on getting their race season underway. I'll ask it again, and maybe we'll get it right this time. Do we have any more news we've missed um, in the last couple of days? Nope. I just hope the moisture stops coming down. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> we haven't seen the sun in a couple of days. I'm sick of this. That's what they get. That's why they're uh, messing around from uh, all this daylight savings time and stuff. Mother Nature's not happy again. So. I guess. She's all sorts of cranky at the clock. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Enjoy the weekend. Get out to the racetrack. Support local racing. Support your local drivers. Don't don't only get out to the racetrack, but after the races, get into the pits. Buy hoodies, buy hats, buy koozies. Support them however you can. Uh, We can't wait to see you guys out at the racetrack. We'll talk to you guys next Tuesday with the next edition of The Front Stretch. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been The Front Stretch, presented by Joe Scarting and Council Bluffs. Nebraska's greatest hot rod show returns to Omaha with fun for the whole family. The O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels. April 1st to 3rd at the CHI Health Center. The place to see hundreds of the country's wildest show cars, muscle cars, custom trucks, and awesome hot rods. Including the top ISCA championship contenders. And a hand-selected display in our cavalcade of custom. And World of Wheels is so much more than a car show. Kids will love the Gravity Falls Valve Cover Racing, happening all weekend. Saturday on our celebrity stage, see AEW World Champion Hangman, Adam Page. Sunday, it's your chance to meet legendary car builder Chip Foose from TV's Overhauling. The O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels. It's back in Omaha, April 1st to 3rd at the CHI Health Center. Discount tickets at O'Reilly Auto Parts, part of the Summit Racing Equipment Show Car Series. See worldofwheels.com for more info. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Karting. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around their professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube. If you love wings, if you love rings And all kinds of other tempting things Great times, great food Get to Quaker Steak and Lube Quaker Steak and Lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch And the home of MAV-TV Featuring action from the Lucas Oil Late Model Series Great times, great food Get to Quaker Steak and Lube Located on Mid-America Drive and Council Plus. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Taylor Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's going to run faster, cooler, and the battery's going to last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. 
find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back.